You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Indians. This is your host, Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports. If you couldn't get enough of my hot take on the idea of canceling the MLB draft, I wrote an article as well. Uh, that is up over on 24-7. Search for Scouting Baseball. If you type Scouting Baseball Jeff Ellis, it'll get you to the main page there, and you can read that article uh, and, uh, you know, in case you missed yesterday's show, uh, basically the thought for me is there isn't a good argument for getting rid of the draft because, yes, the amount of money saved, even if you believe the estimate from the article, uh, would be about $15 million per team. That's not a ton for these teams, <laughs> you know, with um, half a million dollar um, at least revenue streams and things like that. $15 million isn't that much. Uh, the savings you get from having a draft class because it's the cheapest way to get talent makes that better. If you feel like, well, teams are missing out on the opportunities to scout, what's worse, you know, missing, uh, having less information this year or just having one less high draft pick? Like the Mariners are going to be terrible this year. They were terrible last year. They can end up with one top five pick to show for it when they should have two. Uh, it's better to have that chance to swing away, as it were, uh, to use baseball terminology, than not. And I, I just can't get past, you know, if they really do push back the international period and if you get rid of the draft, um, it just hit me, you know, the number of agents and their families. And I mean, you could have people like losing houses over this with very little notice. You could have the, you know, incredibly poor um, people from uh, players from Latin America. Some of them have, you know, there are players who grow up in extreme poverty down there. And uh, putting off the draft for a year, them losing out that money, uh, that's, you know, I I don't want to think about it. And then it just doesn't change the fact that in a year the pool is going to be the same. So all of a sudden you're going to have twice as many players competing for the same pool value. Um, Yeah, the guys at the top will still get paid. But as you go down, there's going to be a lot of guys getting squeezed by it. So I I just can't get past that it's, it's a way for billionaires to save money while uh, hundreds pushing towards thousands of people uh, have their whole lives affected in massive ways. Plus, what do you do with the high school kids? Um, The NCAA is not known for their flexibility. They're not going to let these kids go to campus, play a freshman year, and be draft eligible because once you allow that to happen, uh, you open a bag of uh, can of worms, as it were, uh, is what I should say, and the NCAA isn't going to risk that. There is no way they are going to risk that occurring. So instead, uh, we'll see what uh, what happens. But yeah, this you can go and read more in depth. I talk more detail, but just that whole idea that uh, it's going to benefit like 30 people and hurt hundreds. We actually have some news. We'll talk about that on today's show. Um, it's kind of random news but uh you know it does pertain to the indians so why don't we just get into it uh the indians announced roster moves today i mean it's a bit odd but i guess uh you know the roster sleeps for no uh coronavirus the indians announced that they had sent down to the minors logan allen scott moss bobby bradley new chang and daniel johnson i think you know like allen and chang are probably the only ones that are surprising on that list We've talked about uh, at nauseum that Daniel Johnson was going to be sent down to start the year because even though he's older, the Indians are still going to manipulate service time. 
Bobby Bradley had no place to go. Um, Alan Moss are already both on the 40-man, so there could be some 40-man manipulation going on there, but I also think that's... They only have five starters right now currently on roster, so I think part of that was uh, Tito sticking with what he knows. And Yu Chang, you know, through the early stories in camp, he seemed pretty clearly the uh, the third option for the middle infielder position. So that reduces the Indians to 35 players uh, on this unofficial 26-man roster. Uh, I mean, obviously, so much can change over the next few weeks, months, as players get healthy. But uh, I'll be curious to see if we continue to build towards the 26-man roster. Um, or if this is just kind of a random thing that happened now. I, I don't know. But let's go through the numbers. This gave us a show for the day. So we might as well just uh, dig deep. See if we can figure out from uh, 35 to 26 what is the most likely outcome based on only who is currently healthy. You know, We're not going to dig into the chance that someone like Carrasco could find himself healthier by the time the season's begun. I think we all know it's not happening before June. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But, again, this is a chance to discuss the roster in its current form. We have some additional information. We went from 40 to 35. And I think the first thing we can look at, just to make some easy cuts, is the fact that they still have five catchers listed on roster. Um, you know, we know it's going to be Perez and Leon. So, Quang uh, Khan... Gilly Gal, uh, Cameron Rupp, and Bo Taylor, we can all kind of knock down. So that takes us down to 32. So then essentially you get a six-man, uh, six more cuts needed to figure out this roster. Now, I mentioned before, they pretty much laid out, if the season were to start tomorrow, what the rotation would be, as there are five uh, starters left on roster. And that's uh, Aaron, Bie Aaron Bieber, wow, Shane Bieber, Aaron Saval, Zach Plesak, Adam Pletko, and Jeffrey Rodriguez. Again, this isn't too shocking, even though Rodriguez was kind of up and down as a starter and has been up and down uh, as a major league pitcher in general. He's someone Tito knows, and Tito always prefers that uh, what is known versus what is unknown. Um, and he got that experience in the first half of the year with Rodriguez, so I'm not shocked to see him uh, in that role. So if you're, you're going through, we've already reduced the catchers down. There are currently seven outfielders, six infielders, 12 relievers, and five starters. Now, uh, 12 relievers is where the majority of these cuts are going to come from, because I think you can only have 13 pitchers on your uh, team in general, which means this 12 has to go to eight. So they have to cut four from here, which means likely um, one outfielder and one infielder coming off this list. It, it really does paint a picture for when the season does finally get a chance to start um, exactly who's going to be in place. We kind of know at this point what 90% of the roster is going to look like, and we'll kind of dig into that right after a quick word from our sponsor. You've heard me talk about Withings. Uh, I can read the ad again, the copy, and I will, because that's what I need to do. But again, I'm just going to highlight, I, I think it's an interesting product. So if you need a scale, do us a favor, go to Withings. Uh, and uh, make the MO, Locked On MLB Network look good. Uh, remember, these sponsors help keep uh, the lights on for all of us podcasters, especially with the situations going on in the world. Um, you know, if you like this podcast, it's free. Buy yourself something that advertises on the website. It's just, it's good for us. It's good for business. And it helps uh, that, it helps, you know, us get, a little bit of income here and there. No one is living off their podcast revenue. Uh, do you hate stepping on the scale? 
Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale in 2020. Uh, Withings Smart Scale are known for durability and exceptionally user-friendly technology. Technology. I'm having a hard time today. Step on and data from every way and syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Most scales don't have that Wi-Fi option. That means you have to take your phone with you. But with things, but with with things, you don't have to. Uh, it gives you a full body composition, weight trend, and even local weather. And it can support eight uh, users, so your whole family can have their own profile. Here's our deal: you get 25% off a with things body plus right now at withings.com for a very limited time. Go to withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com slash MLB to get 25% off a body plus body composition scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com slash MLB to get 25% off a body plus body composition scale. Again, I think it's a fun product. I think it's a good thing. If you need a scale, do us a favor. Go to withings. Okay. Now let's dive into the roster. So as we talked about, we could cut it down to 32 very quickly just by cutting three catchers. You're not going to carry more than two. So we're currently sitting in a situation with 32. They're going to cut four relievers. So should we just start there? Uh, If you have forgotten, the 12 players in camp who are relievers are as follows. Anthony Ghost, Brad Hand, Adam Simber, Cam Hill, James Karinchak, Dominic Leone, James Hoyt, Henry Martinez, Phil Maton, Oliver Perez, Nick Wetgren, and Hunter Wood. Uh, Henry Martinez, kind of as is going through the list, I wanted to double check and be like, wait, he's still in camp? Um, nothing against him. Two years ago, I thought he was going to be someone they lost in the Rule 5 draft. He was looking really good. Big struggles last year in AAA. He's probably the first of those four cuts that I talked about. So then you need three more to go. Anthony Ghost, probably next one up. He's been electric this spring, but he is still working at becoming a pitcher and less of a thrower. He could use some more reps in the lower minors. Um, so, But a lefty with his velocity is rare. I am sure they're going to be watching him closely. So that leaves us with two more spots. Uh, Brad Hand, Adam Simber, those guys are for sure. Karen Chalk should be for sure. So that's three. Uh, Oliver Perez, four. Nick Wetgren, five. Those are the ones that I, I feel really comfortable with. So that leaves Hunter Wood, Phil Meaton, James Hoyt, Dominic Leone, Cam Hill. Um, so as we've talked about, I, I was able to cut us from 12 to 10 relatively easily. Now we have to do two more cuts. I think Hunter Wood sticks uh, just because he doesn't have any options left and that sets him up. I think James Hoyt sticks because they've spent some money and they like and they've invested in him at this point going forward. Cam Hill isn't on the 40 man and that puts him an odd man out in this situation. The fact they'd have to add him to the 40-man makes him less likely to make the roster. It's just when you get down to juggling players, that is something that counts against these guys um, because it's going to be a while before they have to worry about uh, you know, losing someone like Cam Hill. So Hill, unfortunately, you're out. So our final cut, um, probably at this point, I would bet on Dominic Leone. And again, it's that whole uh, 40-man issue like if leone makes his team yeah you can juggle some guys from on the 60 disabled list and things like that but i don't think i wasn't reading about a lot about leone there weren't a lot of stories coming out about his performance and tito likes the guys he knows he has experience with maiden uh i think that final spot is pretty much maiden versus leone 
And at this point, I would lean towards the guy that Tito knows, because that is what history has shown us, uh, is a huge separator when it comes to making the Indians. He is a... Uh, Tito loves to stick with the players he's familiar with. So we've done the big part of the cut, and now uh, the, the pitching is set. Uh, we talked about the five starters, and then I'm projecting the eight-man pen to be Brad Hand, Adam Simber, James Karinchok, James Hoyt, Phil Maton, Oliver Perez, Nick Wetgren, Hunter Wood. Okay, so we got 13 pitchers. We've already projected catchers. Uh, currently, infielders on this roster, Carlos Santana, Jose Ramirez, Francisco Lindor, Cesar Hernandez, Mike Freeman, Christian Arroyo. Basically, it comes down to Arroyo v. Freeman. Again, I'm going to lead towards Freeman because that is who Tito knows and Tito loves. Um, giving him at-bats, even when it was to the detriment of the team a year ago. Arroyo is an interesting player who the Indians got on the cheap, but I think he is the one who gets and ultimately sent on. He's a young guy who Tito is unfamiliar with. He has no chance to beat out the uh, scrappy veteran like Freeman. Okay, so now we wrap it around. Uh, we've talked about uh, everything but outfield. So right now they have seven outfielders on roster. Um, by cutting four pitchers, that took us down to 28. We cut a infielder, uh Christian Arroyo, 27. We have seven outfielders. Greg Allen, uh, Delano Shields, Jake Bowers, Jordan Luplo, Domingo Santana, Franmo Reyes, and Bradley Zimmer. Well, I think we know the easy ones. Reyes, Santana, Luplo, Bowers, DeShields. Those guys are set. So that means we have one spot between Greg Allen and Bradley Zimmer. I think at this point in time, it would go to Greg Allen. I think the Indians would rather Zimmer is playing every day in AAA. If he was up on the Major League roster, that isn't going to happen. Um... Tito's familiar with both of them, but uh, I think Allen sticks and Zimmer ends up uh, just playing every day. I think that is the more important thing for the Indians. Um, I mean, I still believe in Zimmer. If Zimmer can stay healthy, which I've talked about on this podcast, but neither him nor his brother have shown any ability to stay healthy, and it's been to the detriment of both of them. But if he can stay healthy, I believe in the speed-defense-power combination should be enough to make him at least an above-average regular I think people forget just how good he was defensively in center field. Like, he looked like a top-five defensive player with 20, 25 home run potential. Um, off, I mean, offensive or batting average-wise, that was a concern. Would he walk it off? It'd be high strikeouts. But uh, could he be like a center field version of Jock Peterson, but with more uh, better defense and uh, less power? I mean, I think that is kind of the optimal outcome. So I think the Indians just want him to get reps, get the the rust off, as it were. There is always a chance in this situation when you look at the Indians. You know, Bowers is uh, outfield first base, Luplo is outfield, and Santana and Reyes are both outfield slash DH. So depending on how they feel about this team, there is always a chance that Allen wouldn't make it and they'd carry two infielders. But I think they would, uh, at this point in time, carry one outfielder, one infielder uh, extra. And that's, I mean, Delano DeShields is essentially that extra uh, outfielder for this team too. So there is always a chance that someone like Allen does not make it. They take uh, five outfielders and take the six infielders. But I think we know kind of the core of this team now. Um, it's a few fringe players, but uh, and that's what it's going to you know set to be. When someone like Clevenger is ready, then uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to look if uh, Rodriguez has options. I know Plesak does. He's uh, he is likely to spend a good chunk of the year uh, in AAA, kind of going back and forth, just because he's the player who has options, and you know Plutko doesn't. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. You know, with the, the four injuries right now, Class A, Clevenger, 
Naquin and Carrasco. By the time Class A is ready, we'll see how much of the season is in, but I'm sure there will be an ineffective relief armor three to be replaced at that point in time. Uh, Clevenger, when he comes up, that's going to force someone down in Carrasco. I mean, basically, I don't see any way he isn't opening day ready at this point, just in terms of uh, the, when the season is looking like it's going to start at the earliest. So it's all things to keep in mind as we were able to take, you know, a simple news from the uh, Tribe Insider account about uh, five players being moved and turn it into an episode. It's, like I said, I still find it interesting. Uh, I know yesterday I had people, as I was trying to make my point about uh, kids being treated terribly, uh, about I loved someone coming at me and being like, well, you know, it's not like there aren't bigger things in the world. And my response is like, yes, but if you follow me on Twitter, it's because of baseball. I'm going to focus on that. I've always stuck to that. And... Uh, you know, I'm going to keep talking about baseball. I hate to be uh, disappointing to others, but yes, I am 100% agreeing. There's a lot more important things on the table, but I'm also going to look at it from a lot of different perspectives and still talk about baseball. And I hope that is what people want right now. Um, I hope you enjoyed the shows this week in spite of, you know, kind of our first week of craziness. Next week, we'll start diving into more historical stuff. Um, we still have all-time starters, all-time relievers. Start looking at, like, this week in history. I'll probably, uh, you know, I'm going to figure it all out, but I'll probably have someday, like, Wednesday or something midweek will be a, a draft and review, and we'll go back and look at, you know, the players they didn't sign, the players they did sign, uh, how that draft class stacks up, and, you know, players they could have taken instead in specifically the early rounds. But uh, at least I find that stuff fascinating. Send me your questions. In an ideal world, while baseball is on hiatus, whatever we want to call it, uh, you know, one day would be a mailbag. One day would be historical draft. One day would be, like, Indians history this week. And then I have two kind of shows to free flow based on what's happening in the baseball world or anything else. So please send me those questions because that would be extremely helpful for the mailbag, uh, which I would like to start doing next week. Um, thank you all for downloading, listening, rating, reviewing. All that is so important to a show of our size as it continues to try and grow. You have all been fantastic. I have been Jeff Ellis. Scouting Baseball has my newest article. And as always, go Tribe.